from ABC News. U.S. Airlines bond more passengers in wake of Capitol riot. More than 2,000 people have been placed on U.S. Airlines' internal no-fly list since carriers stepped up enforcement of their mandatory mask requirements in June. United Airlines told ABC News it has banned 60 people in the last week alone, which is higher than their previous week averages. Many of the instances over the past week appear to be politically motivated, with people flying to and from Washington, D.C., following the riot on Capitol Hill. Alaska Airlines banned 14 passengers in a single flight from D.C. to Seattle one day after the riot because the airline said they were not wearing masks and harassing crew members. Two days after the Capitol Hill riot on an American flight that was en route from D.C. to Phoenix, passenger videos showed the pilot threatened to divert to Kansas if passengers didn't behave. Passengers were chanting USA and fight for Trump according to the videos of incident. The chanters eventually heeded the captain's warnings and the flight continued uninterrupted. Americans said in a statement to ABC News that the pilot was emphasizing the importance of following crew member instructions and complying with mandatory face covering policies. This politically motivated mass disputes continued throughout the weekend. On Sunday, a woman flying from Charlotte, North Carolina to DC was filmed refusing to wear a mask and shouting in the aisle. The passenger who captured the video said the woman was yelling about tyranny. If you don't stand up, it's only going to get worse, she says in the clip. Federal air marshals had to intervene to de-escalate the situation. American confirmed the woman is now banned from the airline pending further investigation. To say I am worried about our flight attendants, safety is in understatement, Julie Hendrick. National president of the Association of Professional Flight Attendants, said in a statement last week. We experienced multiple incidents on various flights headed to Washington, D.C. During these incidents, some of which broadcasted over social media, flight attendants were forced to confront passengers exhibiting politically motivated aggression towards other passengers and crew. She said that racial epithets were hurled towards a black flight attendant as they rode to the D.C. airport in the hotel shuttle. And other flight attendants were met by a group of passengers who removed their masks after takeoff and harassed them. This instances prompted Federal Aviation Administration Chief Steve Chickson to issue a stern warning on Saturday to unruly passengers. He said in a statement that the FAA will pursue strong enforcement action against anyone who endangers the safety of a flight. And penalties ranging from fines of up to $35,000 and imprisonment. Representative Peter DeFazio, D.R., and Representative Rick Larson, D.Wash. The House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee wrote to Dixon on Monday saying, We implore you to enforce vigorously these authorities and pursue civil penalties for no less than maximum amount authorized in law, $35,000 for violation to debtor unruly passengers from acting in such a manner. Lawmakers have been reassuring the Department of Homeland Security to place riders who were at the Capitol on the federal no-fly list. Anyone who was part of the violent mob that stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6 should be placed on a TSA no-fly list. Senator Chuck Schumer, DNY, said at a press conference on Tuesday, 
We cannot allow the same insurrectionists to get on a plane and cause more violence and more damage. These individuals are a threat to the homeland as defined by the law. Last week, Chairman of the Committee on Homeland Security, Representative Benny G. Thompson, Timmis, uh, the Transportation Security Administration and the Federal Bureau of Investigation to use their authorities to add the violent perpetrators involved in the domestic tourist attack on the U.S. Capitol to the no-fly list and keep them off planes. CSA is always on high alert. The agency said in response to ABC News, We are prepared for all contingency. For security reasons, we do not discuss the details other than to confirm that there are always multiple layers of security in place and that travelers may notice additional law enforcement and canine presence, especially when events justify an increased security posture as it relates to the no-fly list. We will accommodate FBI requests and congressional authorizations related to no-flying lists. By BBC News Capital Riots Trump says his speech was totally appropriate. U.S. President Donald Trump has said his speech before last week's deadly Capitol riots when he urged his opposes to march on Congress was totally appropriate. Mr. Trump dismissed as ridiculous efforts by Democrats in Congress to impeach him for inciting insurrection. He leaves office on the 20th of January when President-elect Joe Biden is sworn in. The House of Representatives is expected to vote on an article of impeachment on Wednesday. I think it's the impeachment procedure causing tremendous danger to our country and it's causing tremendous anger. I want no violence, Mr. Trump said. He was speaking as he left the White House for a visit to Texas to inspect a section of the border wall with Mexico. It was his first public appearance since the violence at the Capitol in which five people died and dozens of people were injured, including at least 60 police officers. What did Mr. Trump says in his speech? During his speech at the rally in Washington on the 6th, of January, Mr. Trump repeated his unsubstantiated claims of voter fraud during the 3rd of November presidential election and urged his supporters to march on Congress. We're going to walk down to the Capitol and we're going to cheer up our brave senators and congressmen and women and we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them because you'll never take back a country with weakness. You have to show strength. He told the crowd of several thousand supporters. He said Vice President Mike Pence should have the courage to do what he has to do, claiming without foundation that Mr. Pence had the constitutional power to overturn the votes, which were being formally tallied in Congress that day. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voice heard, Mr. Trump said. Dozens of people have since been detained in connection with last week's violence. The five who lost their lives, one was a police officer and one was a writer shot by dead by police. Meanwhile, a third US lawmaker has said he has COVID-19 after sheltering with maskless Republicans in a safe room during the events of 6th of January. What is happening with efforts to remove Trump from office? The House of Representatives will vote on Tuesday to ask Mr. Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment to the Constitution to remove Mr. Trump from office. An idea, Mr. Pence is said, just that vote is expected to fail, and so the House will then consider an article of impeachment against Mr. Trump.
enfranchisement of insurrection. Democrats have the majority in the House, so the impeachment vote is likely to pass. If it does, Mr. Trump will become the first president in U.S. history to be impeached twice. However, the impeachment will only lead to his removal from office if a two-thirds majority votes in favor of his conviction in the Senate. That would need the assent of a substantial number of Republicans, and so far, we have shown any willingness to vote against a president from their own party. Speaking on his visit to Texas, Mr. Trump brushed off the threat of removal from office under the Constitution. The 25th Amendment is of zero risk to me, but will come back to haunt Joe Biden and the Biden administration, he said. Do Republicans leaders back impeachment? According to the New York Times, Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell has told confidence he is pleased Democrats won't impeach the president. The Kentucky senator believes the punishment will make it easier to cleanse Mr. Trump from the Republican Party, reports the newspaper. Mr. McConnell has also told associates he believes that president committed impeachable offenses, reports the Washington Post. Neither Mr. McConnell nor his Republican counterpart in the House, Kevin McCarthy, plan to be votes for a against impeachment, according to U.S. media. On Tuesday afternoon, one of the most senior House Republicans, Liz Cheney, said she would vote to impeach Mr. Trump. The Wyoming representative said in a statement, There has never been a greater betrayal by a President of the United States of his office and his oath to the Constitution. Ms. Cheney, the number of Republican in the lower chamber and the daughter of former Vice President Dick Cheney, has said Mr. Trump had summoned his mob, assembled the mob, lit the flame of this attack. Presented by BBC News Mundo. Asalto al Capitolio. Las grandes empresas que están suspendiendo sus relaciones a los republicanos que apoyaron a Trump. Los bolsillos de algunos políticos republicanos han empezado ya a sentir el impacto y sus acciones del pasado 6 de enero en el Congreso de Estados Unidos. Más de 20 grandes corporaciones estadounidenses han anunciado la suspensión de sus contribuciones de campaña, en su mayoría las que destinaban a los legisladores republicanos que objetaron la victoria electoral del demócrata Joe Biden. Esto ocurrió durante la sesión conjunta de las dos cámaras del Congreso para certificar los votos del colegio electoral que se vio interrumpida por el asalto al Capitolio por parte de violentos seguidores del presidente Donald Trump. Tras la reanudación de la sesión, más de 100 miembros de la Cámara de Representantes y casi una decena de senadoras. Todos ellos del Partido Republicano siguieron adelante con sus objeciones sin que los hechos violentos vividos minutos antes les hicieran cambiar de opinión. La lista de empresas que han decidido suspender sus contribuciones crece cada día. Los donantes están repensando sus estrategias después de que los partidarios de Trump asaltaran el Capitolio. Una lista creciente. La política estadounidense está inundada de dinero de Wall Street. Es común que las grandes corporaciones hagan donaciones tanto a republicanos como a demócratas en un apoyo que 
sube de estar ligado a asuntos de interés específico para sus industrias. El asalto al Capitolio y en concreto la actuación de los legisladores republicanos que objetaron la victoria de Biden ha movido a múltiples empresas a reconsiderar las contribuciones que realizan a través de los comités de acción política. Algunas de ellas han decidido suspender todas las donaciones mientras revisan sus políticas al respecto y otras han optado por detener las contribuciones específicamente a los miembros del Congreso que se opusieron a la certificación de los resultados de colegio electoral. Suspensión de todas las donaciones. Otras empresas han optado por suspender todas las donaciones, tanto a aquellos que votaron por mantener los resultados como a los que quisieron revertirlos, una táctica que ha causado sorpresa e incomprensión en el campo demócrata. En este grupo se encuentran gigantes tecnológicos como Facebook, Amazon, Microsoft y Google, además de otras importantes empresas como Coca-Cola, Verizon, las entidades bancarias JP Morgan Chase, Citigroup y Goldman Sachs, la cadena de hoteles Hilton, la firma de servicios financieros Charles Schwab y el conglomerado de manufacturas 3M, las firmas de tarjetas de crédito American Express y Mastercard. También han comunicado que suspenderán sus donaciones sin determinar a quienes afectarán la medida. Otras empresas como Bank of America, FedEx y Wells Fargo dijeron que revisarán la estrategia corporativa de contribuciones. Daño real o recurso publicitario. Salvo algunas excepciones, la mayoría de las empresas no ha especificado cuánto tiempo durará su suspensión. Esta falta de precisión hace que algunas voces cuestionen el verdadero alcance de estas medidas, especialmente en una época en la que la actividad de reconocimiento de fondos está en un momento de calma postelectoral. Eso les da los negocios y agrupaciones empresariales tiempo para decidir cómo abordar la situación. According to Deutsche Welle News. Bleibt der Debatte über Corona-Impfpflegekräfte. Der Bayerische Ministerpräsident Süd hat eine Debatte über eine Corona-Impfpflege für Pflegekräfte angestoßen, prompt von mir sehr breiter Widerstand. Mit der Forderung nach einer Impfpflege für Pflegekräfte ist Bayerns Ministerpräsident Markus Süder auf breiten Widerstand gestoßen. Süder begründete seinen Vorstoß damit, dass sich in alten Impfpflegeheimen zu wenige Mitarbeiter impfen ließen, obwohl die Bewohner dort besonders durch das Coronavirus gefährdet seien. Süder sagte es um den Schutz der Eltern, der CSU-Politiker verwies darauf, dass es bereits eine Impfpflicht für Massen zum Schutz von Kindern gebe. Die Auswirkungen von Corona sind 
Arten genauso schlimm wie die von Masern. Eine allgemeine Inflachlänge äh, zu Arab. Zugleich schlug er vor, den Deutschen erregt mit der Erütterung eine Inflacht für das Personal in Krankenhäusern und Pflegeheimen zu befassen. Taken from Uranus Italiano. Covid-19, Germania. 2 milioni di contagi e 2 mesi di restrizioni. Vaccini. Anche AstraZeneca ha chiesto l'approvazione all'Agenzia Europea dei Medicinali. Ma i contagi non si fermano. La Germania allunga il periodo di lockdown parziali per altri due mesi. Restrizioni più rigide anche in Portogallo. Shared by BBC Brazil. Reunião da Anvisa para definir autorização é mais show das vacinas do Bultantum e da Fiocruz esta prevista para domingo. Pedidos valem para milhões de doces vindas da China e da Índia. Data e penúltimo dia do prazo estabelecido pela própria agência como meta para análise. Reported by France 24. Le mort entre les États-Unis et le Mexique. Une promise d'autres comme son grand résultat. Dans Trump Sohan, Marc Didon, la valide de Gris Grande, il texte pour célébrer sa politique d'immigration. Sa promesse électorale derrière un mur à la frontière avec le Mexique avait marqué les esprits pendant la campagne, mais son administration a peint à la tenir bilan.